I feel bad. I'm sitting here and I'm trying to think of a fun little intro to start, and my brain is just like, "You're a piece of shit, Brian." That's that's your intro, man. That's you got it right there. There's the intro, ladies and gentlemen. Depression's a son of a bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to episode number 20. We made it to 20, David. I'm excited because I don't, I mean, you and I have commitment. Well, I have commitment issues. You don't. You're married. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do. And you know what? We did 20, 20 things together. We did something together 20 times. That's pretty good for two adults who are in their like upper 30s. The- <laughs> Upper thirties, early forties for me, man. <laughs> oh damn, you old damn, <laughs> damn, yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> uh, I honestly had nothing else to add there. I think it was more or less like um, twenty is kind of like you know twenty episodes. That that's like I want to say like a high school relationship, like an established high school relationship. Okay, that you know what we are in the twilights of we're our to, high school relationship right we're, now. We're not David. mature, but you know right. we but we're 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 being consistent. We're being consistent, and I am constantly trying to fill you up, like you know, in some type of fashion, because I'm interested in bodies at that time, because it's high school. You know what I mean? So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brian Ortiz, or AKA Son of Ortiz. My name is David Castle, and welcome to Life's a Wreck, uh, David. I know you hate this intro because it's so long, but I'm gonna shorten it even more as fast as I can for those that are joining us for the first time. <laughs> What is life but nothing more than a series of reactions to educational conversations with one another? And how do we do that? We use pop culture social lubrication to get down deep within inside us to understand the trauma, the pain, and the comedy in and of itself. Two men who don't know each other are going to get to know each other a little bit at the end of the podcast. They are going to tell each other what they learned about one another by changing subjects every other week. How is that, David? You're getting good at it, man. Like I've never criticized your ability to articulate our mission. I think it's just always been like, Brian, nobody's listening. So let's just <laughs> let's skip to like whatever milk toast topic that Oh my god. <laughs> that, or as we call it, our Paul Rudd topic of the day. Yes. Our milk toast Paul Rudd topic yes. of the day. And we do have I know for a fact we have a listener. I know my mom listens a hundred percent now. She told me we got her set up on her phone with podcasts. She's into it. She's caught up. She texted me. She's like, I'm so sad I reached the final episode of 19. <laughs> She's like begging me, when's the next one? So we got one fan and it's my mom. So that's not, that's pretty good. That is, by the way, I like the other day, my wife asked me if, I don't know why I just said that. I feel, that feels so bad, my wife. Like it's my property. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. The other day, my apologies, Nicole. The other day, Nicole asked me when the podcast went public and I didn't even realize that like, Oh, I guess I never told her that we've we've got shows online. <laughs> so again, you, the, the sort of on. this whole time this you whole forgot time. to tell your beautiful, loving partner slash wife, not yours, excuse me, <laughs> the person who inhabits your home, who is a loving person and wonderful to you. You forgot to tell them that the podcast had started? Did she just think you're screaming in your room at night at your I, computer screen? I think because, like, well, she knows when we do the podcast. I, I don't know why. Like, I think maybe she assumed that, like, oh, we're just, like, doing this to, like, eventually go public. 
which, which sounds like some like lame IPO. Like this sounds really bad, but you know what I mean. This is us being great at marketing. We forget to tell our own <laughs> partners that the show's going on. Awesome. Uh, well, hopefully she listens to it now and uh, she can hear all the fun stuff. She's got 20 episodes to listen to, David, which is pretty good, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thanks for tuning in. We got so much. But before we go into our topic of the day, which is going to be your topic of the day, David, uh, as I always like to ask, David, how are you doing, man? Um, you know, like I'm, I'm doing better. Um, the other day I, I rewatched a film that I've always been fond of and I feel like I shouldn't be. Not because. Super um, Mario Brothers? <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like you think that's going to get old to me. It's not because I'm always going to be triggered and offended whenever you mention that. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Sorry. You were watching a movie. I was Probably watching. shouldn't like it. To me, like this movie has the best, and I'm gonna see if you can guess this, has okay. one of the best cold opens to a film ever. And being a little bit erotic, but not totally, which is a caveman versus alien knife fight. Can you name that film? Ooh, a caveman versus an alien knife, knife fight. fight. It's a big it's a like blockbuster it, film. From the from can I get from the is it from the nineties? Yes. Okay, it sounds like it sounds like a '90s property for sure. If people were fucked up in the '90s, what were we doing? We were experimenting with oh, a lot. I don't know, dude. Is it a was it a blockbuster hit, like a big blockbuster movie? Yes. Caveman fighting. Oh, oh, uh, X Files. Boom! Nice. Yes, yes, baby. And, and that fight mm. is hardcore. Way better choreographed than any chore- uh, any Christopher Nolan film. Um, <laughs> you will. <laughs> You will weigh the fight scene between a caveman and alien against Oscar winner Christopher Nolan. Awesome. He didn't dude. win That's Oscars awesome. for his fight scenes, though. Nobody said, like, hey, the fight choreography in the Batman films are great. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm always going to mention that shit, man. I'm really, like I said, I'm a snob when it comes to fight choreography. And, you know, I would say that, like, the fight choreography is not the greatest, but, like, it's just, it's bruising. A yeah. caveman versus an alien. Like, you'd expect it to be a little bit more... Uh, I don't know what you should expect. The point is, like, it happens, and it's great. This is the thing, folks. This is the thing. Underrated movie. I think it's really good. I enjoy it. I enjoy that movie a lot. I was super amped when I saw that movie. It's but, um, So how does that relate to you being how, – how does that relate to you, David? Is it just something you did? That's how you feel? You feel like the caveman I, I, in X-Files in the world is the alien? I, I, yes, I feel like a caveman fighting an alien, and that's – it's just Dude, a great metaphor for – Okay, so you are – Basically, the caveman equivalent, and the world is the alien, and it's just attacking you. Uh, spoiler alert, it ends with you dead on the ground <laughs> and found later by some other people in Texas. Uh, so I guess that leads to the next question people are dying to know, David. Uh, even though you're dead on the ground and a prehistoric man, <laughs> Work Watch 2022, David, how are we doing, man? I, I know you've been busy. the la- We missed an episode last week. I missed you, by the way. I think most people did, probably my mom. And... <laughs> How are you doing, man? How's the work watch? The work watch. So I'm, I'm like, so at this point in surviving the game. Oh, I'm like, Rutger Howard just offered me twenty bucks to run on a treadmill to know if I'm qualified. That's there we the go. part we're in. Yeah. Uh, all right, David. Well, we're gonna continue. Do you get interviews? Do you get interviews? Uh, interviews? I got an interview today, and then uh, the follow up for that same company tomorrow. The follow up. Oh, follow up, ladies and gentlemen. Fingers crossed. Please send us Finger, those good yes. spiritual vibes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've got a job opportunity, please let us know in an email or on Twitter. That way, jo- uh, David can have a job and he can stop being a lazy 
hippie. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enough enough babble, all right? I, we've talked about The X-Files too much in the intro already, okay? It was a great movie. Fight the future, ladies and gentlemen. David, today's your topic of conversation. You're going to talk to me. You're going to find out things about me through pop culture. I look forward to this. We kind of talked about it. and I mean, everybody's talking about this, David. I'm not going to say what it is. We Everybody's talking about this. And you know what? So are we, all right? So get used to it, folks. David, <laughs> tell me, my, my dude, what are we talking about today? So we're going to talk about Will Smith's sequel to the Welcome to Earth moment. And then Penn State <laughs> with... You know, it's it's really impossible to, to, to kind of avoid. And I figure, like, also... Let me just like pre you know preface this by saying preamble this man we really mm-hmm. like our relationship with words is not nope, there today. not here today Anyways, not here today uh, it's okay preface this is the this is the premium quality that people <laughs> tune in for <laughs> two people like slurring speech like boxers like twenty years past <laughs> yeah. their expiration dude, date life is beating us down bro <laughs> we're exhausted all right life is uh, Ivan Drago we are Rocky we're getting pummeled dude all right we got to get into that last round we got to push through David. so that analogy I don't know about because rocky ends up winning i don't feel like there is a not win yet on our because horizon. we're not down dude we gotta we gotta win and then we gotta make sure that russia or chance for america i don't know that that gets yeah, that yeah, get you're really like the the, these these analogies are really bleeding in and not not servicing your point like you thought gotcha sorry will smith <laughs> bitch slapping chris rock go so honestly like i'm i'm really i just wanted to leave this topic just give you the floor on this because you're somebody that has worked with not, not that I think these two are not like connected connected but sure. you're someone that's worked with actors you're someone sure. that's worked in entertainment mm-hmm. and um and so honestly I just wanted to get your sort of really like raw unfiltered opinion on this because sure listen like I'm like Daniel Radcliffe Daniel Radcliffe was interviewed today and he was like I, I don't have an opinion like we hear this shit all the time. You don't need to add my opinion to this chaos. And I thought right. that was really cool of them. But, you know, we have a show to run, so we kind of have to talk about it. Yeah, um, I hope you have an opinion. Otherwise, this show's going to be real short. <laughs> well, I do. But, I mean, nonetheless, like, okay. I'm, I'm really... Because I'm wondering if there is, like, an insight from what you used to do, your experience, into whether or not that might have, like, informed this just absolute, like, insanity. Sure. Sure. And I'm curious, like, uh, I, when you saw it and what your reaction was. When it sure, I'll start there, man. That's a good. That's a good place to start. And I'm going to ask you the same thing. So I actually don't watch the Oscars anymore. I stopped watching them over ten years ago, actually. Um, as someone who got more, and again, you know, I love celebrating people's work. There's so yeah. many people behind the scenes that do a lot of stuff. It's not just actors and directors. There's so many people who deserve the recognition that they get for the hard work that they do in the film industry. Like stuntmen and women um, that don't get it their own category. That's bullshit. Correct. It still drives me bananas. Not to mention all the cool technical stuff that's not even aired. But um, my big thing is, you know, as I got older and I started learning a little bit more about the inside of the business, inside baseball, and I realized that you could, I feel like I began to realize that the system felt a little unbalanced and rigged and it didn't appeal to me anymore. The types of movies that I was watching were no longer accessible to me. I grew up in Brownsville where more than half of these movies were never accessible to me. Nobody wanted to send these artsy films down to little podunk Hispanic town in the border town in Texas. You know what I mean? So I didn't even know what the heck half of these movies were when I was growing up. So as I got older, I kind of be I saw the curtain get pulled back and I was not very interested anymore in what was being mm. chosen and the process for it. So I gave up. So I wasn't watching. Um, I will say when I was, where was I? 
I was actually sitting on my couch watching another movie, <laughs> talking to uh, my very special lady friend, and she all of a sudden was <laughs> talking, and we were shocked because all of a sudden I saw an update on my Facebook that says, Will Smith punches Chris Rock at the Oscars. And I've been like, what? Like, I, my brain snapped. And I, I, like everyone else, I took to the internet. I found like an unedited Japanese version yes. of it that was being sent out. And lit, the whole incident was shocking because it's not like we as humans are not unfamiliar with violence. But the fact <laughs> that this odd combination, just think about the weird combination, right? Chris Rock, who we've known who was a, a host in 2016, totally did a bunch of jokes that offended a bunch of people, which is, you know, part of the problem here that he did that <laughs> and it it escalated the issue. Then on top of that, he comes out again. We know what to we know what to expect. No one should be surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm like, yeah, Chris Rock, he's going to do some funny jokes about some people. All of a sudden, this strange incident happens. He says something about Jada Pickett Smith, you know, her 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 battle with uh, alopecia. Will Smith goes from laughing to snapping, which just tells me there's something wrong behind the scenes with this poor man who's probably dealt with a lot. And the fact that he got up on an on this global like program that went out to the rest of the world and did this was astronomically crazy to me. Because Will Smith has always been a man who has, yeah, sure, he's had his outbursts and things like that, but no one's ever seen him be violent. And for you to get up on a live show and just slap the brain out of your face. And he did. He really did. It was so shocking, especially at that particular venue. was insane. And so we, our minds popped, dude. Our minds fucking popped. And I was searching every piece of information. I, I saw it on repeat immediately on TikTok. There was people already doing like DJ mixes of him slapping Chris Rock with like, you know, uh, Smash Mouth. It was insane, dude. It was insane. So the whole event completely took over the rest of the night. Me and her just had tons of conversations about it, watched it over and over again, discussed it like crazy. It was insane, David. Where, uh, so where did you guys land? Like ultimately, like, right. So Right, this this kind of feels like the the new sort of social media era like trolley experiment, <laughs> you know, which is like, well, yeah. wait, was he justified? You know, does Chris Rock cross the line? And you know, honestly, like it's fucking there. There are like so many different angles to this, right? I mean, like there is there's the angle of like the comedian's responsibility, and I think that's its like own probably like separate show. Um, I understand that, like you know, within comedy you should have this free reign to really kind of just find humor in anything. But um, it's not a bulletproof vest against criticism either. Right, right, um, right. You know, there's still, you know, just like art, you know, you would like to think that there's still responsibility in art. You know, maybe the responsibility is like, well, you know, telling like a good story about the topic they've chosen and say respect in the people that watch it. Uh, you know, there were like people on Twitter that... Uh, we're, we're making a really good point of bringing up the uh, the I don't know if you're familiar with the situation with John Wayne um, trying to like scold attack um, the um, I can't remember the name of the uh, um, First Nation American Indian uh, mm -hmm. actress yeah. that Marlon Brando had go on the stage to accept his Oscar on his behalf, you know, to send like a message. And of course, you know, like. Uh, you know, racist assholes like uh, John Wayne, Ugly. <laughs> uh, you know, just was so offended. <laughs> but, uh, 
But no, thank you. Like, Pass. I I have a problem calling this situation violence, as opposed to, although I guess legally it like it constitutes assault and battery, right? It does legally. Yeah. It is assault and battery, hundred percent. Um, but uh, but I have a problem like seeing this as anything other than like two rich dudes, you know, rubbed each other the wrong way and ended up in a slap, and that's I think where the story ends, at least oh for 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 that moment. Um, I'll tell you what you you and uh, you and my special lady friend have the exact same opinion about that. <laughs> really, two rich people slapping each other. Uh, you know, uh, on the surface, that was one of her comments that she did tell me, and I was like, "Oh, I've heard this before," because someone else really smart said it too. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, I mean, plus like it's, and that's kind of why I was curious about like your opinion because it seems like the kind of thing that is normalized in the entertainment industry that's just like these completely maybe not normalized i think that people believe a lot that the industry has a a factor in these situations and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't i'm not saying like the industry is uh some sort of angel with wings because it's absolutely not in fact it's probably a devil and you know that's the truth but i think this whole situation honestly first of all daniel Radcliffe is right by the way none of us really should have an opinion but the truth is, I think that Will Smith had something. The man has been going through a lot, and I think he's just emotionally broken right now. And he lashed out in a way that I believe most people might if they were absolutely snapped. Because this isn't a dude who's just like, I think I'm going to slap this man. I think Will Smith snapped. I think he broke. And I think you could <laughs> see a man who has been dealing with a lot of like personal issues. And sure, being a celebrity comes with a lot of pressure. And I think he snapped, and we saw it on stage. Do you know what I mean? I don't, and I think that the the entertainment side has to deal with the pressures of being a celebrity for sure. We're a factor, but at the end of the day, I think he personally was dealing with too much, and he just broke. Now, the question people keep asking is, what side are you on, Will Smith or Chris Rock? Where do you land? Was it right? Was it wrong? Should he have done it? Should he not have done it? And I think that there is no black and white answer at the end of the day, in my opinion. I think it's. And we, we talked about this. I talked about this with uh, my special lady that I think that it is a gray situation. And I think that there is a little bit of blame on every side. And, like, I agree with you 100%. I don't think comedians have this blank check to say what they want. I don't think it's bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you say something, consequences happen. Do you know what I mean? That's just kind of how the world works. Now, should Will Smith have slapped him in the face? I think he had every right to slap him in the face if he wants. I have no problem with violence in that regard. I'm like, that man is uh, that man's wife got insulted, and he slapped another dude for it. Should he have done it in front of a distinguished panel of actors on a global scale to embarrass Chris Rock? No. He should have absolutely like gone backstage and then slapped him in a room and be like, don't ever talk about my wife. You know what I'm saying? Wait, so you're saying it would have been okay if this happened behind closed doors or like absolutely. on set, this but is not. A, absolutely. I'm in favor of Will Smith slapping somebody. Like, th- that period. Like, you have, a, if you, people are like, oh, violence. No violence. And I'm like, no, humans are violent. I don't know what to tell you. This happens. It's not, at the end of the day, you know what he did? He just slapped somebody. It's not like he went up there, like knee jerked him down and then punched him to a bloody pulp. That's horrific. This dude slapped a man in the face. And I think that if this had happened at a party or behind closed doors, we would probably be hearing about it and then it would be gone. 
but because he did it on such a level that brought that incident to a degree that it didn't need to go to, that's where I disagree with Will Smith's actions. I don't think he should have embarrassed Chris Rock himself, his wife, and everybody in that room by doing that action, in my opinion. I think he should have absolutely either had words with him off stage or knee him in the groin off stage or slap him in the face off stage. So it's funny because I I'm kind of like in your camp where like I'm not really like the slap itself, two things. Like following Price fighting for years, there are a ton of press conferences where the fighters trying to promote the fight have a quick stare down. And yeah. it's rarely cordial, but it's never violent. But every so often, <laughs> somebody throws sure. a sucker punch. <laughs> and yeah, I'll never forget the Riddick Bowe, Larry Donald press conference. This is in the 90s. Riddick Bowe, like just straight up two pieces, Larry Donald, like left hook, right hand. Larry Donald takes that shit, like just like, like a breakfast sandwich. Like he's just, just like and just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And everybody gets in between them. Sure. And it's like nothing ever happens. And I mentioned that because Chris Rock, I think, has a solid chin. Like if you got dude. him in a fight. Oh, like, my God. Yeah, sure. It's a slap. His chin but, is like the rock of Gibraltar, dude. Just right there. Just strong. You know what I'm saying? Keep in mind, Will Smith, not only is he not a small guy, he's a big no. guy, but is also a dude that legitimately like trained when he you know, did yes. a part for Ali. So he probably, you know, if he wanted to throw a punch... Could have easily thrown a punch. And even if he didn't, like that slap should have hurt. And Chris Rock Dude. just took it. It's just like, boom. <laughs> and he's, and he's yeah. like. He didn't even like stumble backwards or fall to the ground or take a knee. He looked like he, he was ready just... to like start fighting, you know, like almost yeah. for a split Dude, second. You know what he reminded me of? He took it like when someone tries to punch the Terminator. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's like, Kunk! and he just like twisted his head and then slowly went back and was like, what just happened what is say like let's we need to do an episode on like scenes of that where like someone gets punched clearly fucks up you know like when uh oh, you yeah, know schwarzenegger like hits sure. the predator with the wooden branch and he's just like bad idea you know like yeah. um, there are a lot of scenes where that happens we, we need when to they like punch catalog christopher those. reeves and superman and the guy's like oh god my hand and christopher was just stone-faced deadpool you know? versus colossus deadpool versus colossus perfect um i think christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. i think chris rock is the uh colossus of that moment <laughs> and uh, will smith but you know he really i mean he formed and that form was smooth too because he walked up he strode up and will and will smith just perfectly executed this amazing like slap right across the face i mean it was picked up on the microphone everyone in the house could hear the damn thing and then he strode off by like pushing down his vest hand in his like vest walking down with a strut like i just beat this man's face on global television and i i so again i know a lot of people are probably screaming at me violence but i'm like look violence happens I'm more grateful. He yes, should have used his words. I'm sure, of course, like anything else. If you can talk about it, great. But if you're going to snap, I'm glad he just slapped him in the face. He could have just closed the fist and punched him, which would have been horrifyingly ugly, ugly. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm grateful that like slapping. You know what? Do you think about this? I don't, tell me this, David. As a Hispanic man, when you were punished, did your mom? slap you in the face or use the chancla or hit you with a belt did you get hit as a kid i did not actually i i did get okay mr perfect no no, no. wait Christ. a second wait a second like okay for one um my grandmother did 
hit us with a hanger one time. Okay, like there we hanger. go. Thank like, you. Are you saying you Thank got hit? You. Like, did, did you get like the belt or? I got my face slapped the fuck out all the time for being a little pain in the ass growing up, dude. I got, this was the 90s, all right? This was the late 80s, early 90s. And if I walked into my mom's room and I was like pissed off and I said, I threw my toys on the ground and they, I'm not going to pick them up. My mom didn't just scold me or like push me into the room. She, Will Smith, walked up and as we like to say, she Smith slapped the shit out of my face. And I'll tell you what, I saw God, I saw purgatory, and then I went back to earth. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this again. And I went back in my room, I cleaned it up, and then I apologized, and I cried for an hour because I deserved it for being a little brat, dude. And then when I got the belt, so you got to remember, this was like the 90s. Moms didn't have, like, thin leather belts. And remember, I didn't get hit with a leather belt because I didn't have a dad. So with a, that was not a thing. I got hit with 90s belts that were at least three to four inches wide. Okay, and they were all like studded because everything was rhinestone and studded back in the 90s. Right. So I would get hit with these massive belts that were just lashing my ass. And I was like, I am never going to do a dang bad thing again. And that stuck with me, man. And I appreciate it for it. I appreciate every minute, every slap, every belt. Because it taught me lessons I never forgot. Just just to add to your point, because I feel like some like any young listener is n- maybe not going to be so- super familiar with kind of what we're talking about. Oh, you about mean our high school crowd that no, we no, attracted? No. <laughs> <laughs> so like the belts, for example, <laughs> even in the early 90s, yeah, you're, you're taking like serious, you're taking shrapnel, not just, yeah. not just leather. I'm getting flogged on my ass. <laughs> I'm getting ass flogging because I talked back or I said, I called my mom the B word. Not, not in my household. That's not happening. Did you, you do for, that? You're going to forget. I did it once. I did because I was just learning the word, right? And I was like, oh, this is what you say when you're mad at someone. And my mom, God bless her soul, dealt with all my bullshit. I said it to her, you know, no, mom, you're a... And then I just remember I forgot what Tuesday was immediately after that. I said the word and I completely forgot Tuesday. And I woke up and I think it was like Wednesday. And I was like, what happened? She's like, you're going to forget what you just said to me, aren't you? I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm going to go to my room now. That That is so actually I, like amazing. By the way, like d- don't paint my child. Remember, my dad really wanted me to be a boxer. And so like even though he didn't like hit me, his way of like trying to channel whatever frustration he had about me like not doing my homework or eating my vegetables. All right, we're gonna box. I'm gonna teach you to box. And then, you know, didn't pull his punches. So I mean I got fucked up. <laughs> so your dad secretly beat you through boxing. He's exactly. like in a, in a your dad's real smart because he did it like in a very legal yes. way. So when he goes to the courts and they're like, Why is David coming home with black eyes? I was teaching him to box. It's a sport. That's all it was. That's all it was. <laughs> Dude, I think we've really uncovered something here. Your dad's really smart about beating you up, and I'm very appreciative of that, dude. I'm very appreciative. He, that's he's a, a that's a smart man, right there. He's dude. a creative dude, man. He he criticizes himself for not stressing education. He gave me the most important education: like talk shit, get smacked. Talk shit, get smacked, David. That is the most truest thing. I hundred percent. Agree with that statement. And we are literally seeing that moment happen out on a global scale. You talk shit, you get smacked. Let me be very clear here, ladies and gentlemen, who are listening. Let me be very fucking clear. And I am using the F-bomb to emphasize this, okay? Do not go to a comedy show 
be insulted and think that you have the right to get on that stage and slap a comedian. I don't care who you think you are or what they said. This was an incident that happened, and there's a multitude of factors and layers that go into it that all of us can debate till the cows come home. But this is not open season for comedians to get slapped. I still think that there should be consequences. If you say something sometimes and someone goes too far, sure. But this is not an open season to go up and just slap people in the face. You, you know what I'm saying? You'd better have a really good cause. Like this dude, you, like, you saw this comedian physically snap your dog's neck and you are in a rage and you want to slap him in the face. Otherwise than that, if he's made a joke, walk out of the theater. <laughs> just walk out. Do not start slapping people. I do not condone a, a mob mentality of everybody going out and slapping comedians. Just to be clear. So that kind of brings us to maybe like the personal part of this this topic. So my question to you is, has the your experience, or I should say, has the act of being physically punished maybe improved, strengthened in some way your behavior or conduct? I think absolutely. I think so. I know that that's a hot debate on whether you should punish your kids in the physical sense, right? I know that parents nowadays, some parents will just like take away, you know, a phone or an iPad or something like that from their kid. And that is ruthless too. And that should be done when that happens. I agree with that. But I, I think that there is definitely a, a, an art to <laughs> physically beating a child. Oh, that's so a great way. Yes. Something. There's an art to <laughs> physical punishment. There's an art to it, man. There's a difference between abusing a child and beating them because you are taking out your own personal issues and this kid and they're a punching bag versus teaching them consequences. You talk smack, you get slapped. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that that has made a huge impact on me growing up. I still remember all the times that my mom like uh, used the belt, slapped me across the face, you know, because I was throwing tantrums. And those ugly traits, but I work really hard. Those things that my mom punished me for still resonate, and I work at never trying to do those again. If you, But I got slapped for those things. I remember those things, and I try to take those things with me because they stopped me from knowing the basic concept. You talk smack, <laughs> you get slapped. And that stopped me from doing bad things. And to this day, it still educates me and still reminds me, hey, you don't need to do this this way. There's a better way to do it. David, do you believe if you do you believe that your dad did the same? I know your dad was very smart and hid his physical punishments inside of a sport. But do you feel like the same question? I'd, I'd love to know. Do you feel like you did some stuff that warranted getting beat in the ring and then it really stuck with you? Like, ah, I don't want to ever do that again. Or it opened your eyes or enlightened you to like this action was not good and I don't want to do it again. I think that that experience um, growing up really sort of like in the most tangible way possible. Because sometimes like metaphors aren't enough. So like I said, not justifying it, but I think it did like help me respect in that just as there are consequences to um, your thoughts or the words that you use, the language that you're used to, there are consequences to your body. When you've experienced consequences physically, mentally it may give you a better picture of like worst case scenario you get used to thinking about sort of yeah. worst case scenario for things you shouldn't be doing this is the end result and my body's already got that memory maybe my mind will have that memory uh too. sure 
That's a great way to put it. The memory of the body, yeah. the, the the memory of the physical pain attached to the action stops us from wanting to do the action again. Right. It's interesting, man, because you're right. There's so many things that I know there's a lot of people out there who have different opinions who I'd, I'd love to hear about because this has always been a very interesting topic of conversation because there is a gap in the generations between people who were uh, punished as kids with a slap or a belt or a chancla. And then there are those who are growing up in a world where there is no violence at all in any way, shape, or form in the household. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of debate. I'm not gonna. I'm no authority on this shit, so please don't don't at me. I don't know. All I know is what worked for me growing up. So when I see Will Smith, like, you know, uh, you know, just slap the hell out of Chris Rock's face, I just think, yep, that tracks. He's being punished for saying something bad. My mom did the same thing to me. So what's the big deal? Like, that's why I say that the reason this was really bad is because he chose the a really bad venue to do this. My mom didn't, like, purposely, like, pull me into the car, drive me <laughs> yeah. into the middle of the mall courtyard, and then slap me in the face and then yell at me, take that word out your fucking mouth. She didn't see that. She had closed doors. It was a private moment. I learned my lesson. Will Smith should have done the exact same thing. He should have he should have like walked off stage and walked with him and then slapped him behind the scenes or at an after party. You know, like a normal Hollywood star. You do your drink, you do your coke, then you smack someone in the face. Like a normal person. Not on a global scale that is an embarrassment to you and everyone in the dang room, man. We're there to celebrate people's work, okay? I'm pretty sure the person who won best costume design didn't want to be upstaged by Will Smith bitch slapping Chris Rock. Rude, dude. Questlove won an Oscar and nobody's barely talking about it. What the hell? Real quick, by the way, we didn't mention that, like, also... The of all the categories, like best documentary is what Chris Rock was presented. Uh, I a know. really like a, you know, like a formal, established, respected <laughs> category. <laughs> Here's another reason, by the way, I don't want to watch the Oscars again, because the one thing that the world needed to see was not Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. What the world needed to see was Denzel Washington giving an Oscar to Samuel L. Jackson for all of his years of work. Not televised. Why would you not televise that? That's an insane thing to me. Okay, listen, like, I need to ask, is there a role in a Chris Rock film that you feel like would deserve a Will Smith slap? Uh, look, I actually like early Chris Rock. Uh, I think the only Chris Rock, honestly, my favorite Chris Rock performance is probably him in Dogma, and that's probably about it. Do you know what I'm saying? So Lethal Weapon 4 is not your favorite. No, it's actually he is good in Lethal Weapon 4. I'll give him that one. I'll give him that one in Dogma. You're totally right. I'll give him that one. David, I, I know that I definitely want to ask this one question that I'm curious about, and you can ask me too, but like, I know we don't have kids. I get it. But do you think, ba basic question, do you think it's okay for a parent to slap a child if they're misbehaving? No. Well, then you and I are <laughs> never going to be friends. <laughs> but David, if I walked into your house kicked the door open, went to your wife and called her a bitch real loud, which you're not, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it, yeah, I'm yeah. saying in a hypothetical situation, if I did that, would you not physically do something to me? Oh, absolutely. Like a slap would, you know, we're talking about like sort of, you know, not even rubber guard, but maybe like an arm triangle choke, you know, double sure. leg takedown. Fair enough. It's, it's going Fair enough. down. So why is it not good to slap a child who insults you or is misbehaving or doing something very bad? 
Well, I mean, the, the clear difference is that, like, you know, well, a child just not doesn't know better. You know, a child doesn't have a, a, a better calibrated sense of right and wrong. Um, you know, children, this is, you know, our sure. development is a trial and error process. And it's more error so, than trial when you're young. So that's a good point. So you said they don't have the calibration for it. So how do you calibrate a child? <laughs> you slap him in the face. And guess what? That issue, calibrated. And, and and that's why I would add the asterisk, which is that like, no, I, w- I would never condone that. That's also one of the reasons why I'm not a parent. Like, I'm not a parent by <laughs> choice. I just don't sure. feel like I'd be able to, like me, I would find some justification to that if they were bad enough, but I don't agree with it morally, right? So when it comes to morality, we have like our sort of passive and active morality, right? Like our, our passive ethics are like the ethics of you know, generally kind of what we believe about how the world should be. And then we have our active ethics, which is, you know, how we, you know, physically, how that manifests Mm -hmm. day to day. So I would 100% not condone it. Would it probably happen? Yeah. You know, if if I were were dad, yeah, that shit would probably go down. Like, (laughs) what did you call me? (laughs) Dad! Um, I don't understand what I did. But that's why Uh, I don't put myself in that situation to begin with. Fair enough. You know, I hope that you don't give me a lot of guff when I go to your, you know, uh, 15 years from now when I have my first child, uh, where you're having your family barbecue with me and your kids. Rick is there with his kids. Your baby Jabba's there. You know, baby Chewie's there. Everyone's there, right? And my kid turns around and, like, punches one of your, punches, like, baby Jabba. And I'm like, what? Whack. I hope that you don't come up to be like, hey, not cool. And I'll be like, David, please. I'm calibrating my child. <laughs> I would absolutely support you on that, man. Like, you try to come in after yeah. baby Jay? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> what, what, what? I, I will beat your child. I will hold my child down while there's a line of people ready to slap him in the face. I feel like Zachary you, Quinto style. <laughs> hey, question. Who had a better slap? Zachary Quinto or Will Smith? Will Smith. Come on, man. This, this isn't even like a competition. I want to see a slap competition between Zachary Quinto and Will Smith. <laughs> Two dudes just standing there real tough, slapping the hell out of each other and see who drives. First. By the way, I feel. Hey, like, do you watch that sport? By the way, so so you're talking about something else. Believe it or not, there is an MMA organization that does that. Like, the, oh the, my god, the slap. So actually, uh, I, I found a clip on Twitter. Um, these are professional fighters. So like, the slap this guy like landed on one dude just knocked him out like straight up. Oh my god, and that's all it is. <laughs> like, okay, you're gonna get one slap. I'll get the next slap. If you can survive it. Do you think that the the true punishment for Will Smith is that he should, the, the Academy should rule that Will Smith has to enter into one of those competitions with the champion and go, go toe to toe with someone with a slap that, contest? That's a great idea. It's the best idea you've I ever think, had. Look, hey, at the end of the day, man, if these events have more rich celebrities beating each other on camera, I'm in. Like, I would love to see people just go unhinged and slap the hell out of each other. And real quick, that's why I think in the end, maybe I condone it. Because if <laughs> if we can sort of accept that, like, okay, maybe, you know, child gets smacked in some situations. Maybe that's justified. Celebrities, largely like children, same principles. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, dude. We've pulled you over to the other side. We've now condoned... The slap, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the, the slap number two heard around the world. Or as I like to say now in our household, I will Smith slap the shit out of you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, David, we I know there's so much more to talk about. We've reached the end of the show already, man. And 
And I know, <laughs> I know we've talked all over the board, and it started off with a great conversation about two men publicly slapping, uh, publicly fighting on stage in front of the entire world. But let's not concentrate on the world, David. At the end of the show, we have to concentrate on us, my guy, and what you learned about me. So I will cue the Oscar music, and I'm not going to promise that because that might be expensive to get, but I'm going to cue some music. And David, what did you learn about me today when we talked about the great slappening? <laughs> That's a great... Right, so what did we learn about the great slappening in, in, its, in the Brian Son of Orthy context? Correct. It's funny, man, for, for as much as I like despise what you represent, your personal, like, journey your psychology i i don't like anything about you god damn i respect god damn david i respect like you know you, you conduct yourself in in a way that um shows respect to others and and it's funny like i never really thought about that as like well you know may, maybe it helped that like his mom was just like oh should you talk of that shit get smacked <laughs> <laughs> for, man, this started off real savage by the way like i just want you to know you're a real garbage human being and i despise you use this the word despise you despised everything about you <laughs> but that says more about me than you and that's why i sort of transitioned to like uh you know like you're a well-behaved dude but you've been through the shit and and like i think anybody that has been smacked in the mouth usually has a solid perspective on the right language and and what i've learned is that like you've got that man like you've got that sense of perspective and uh and and that that isn't to say that like <laughs> being smacked makes you tough but you have a toughness man that like i have never respected until now and and so uh for whatever that's worth um brian i, I never thought i'd call you a tough guy but i i think you've got a tough guy in you on the exterior man I'm, I have a I have a swagger walk just like Will Smith, but deep down inside, I uh, I am a tearful waterfall. But when I'm with people, I try to exude the strength of Chris Rock's chin at the end of the day. So all parts of this scenario are a part of all of us, my friend. You decide who you are. Are you Will Smith swagger walk slap, or are you Chris Rock's? No, or are you Chris Rock of Gibraltar's chin? Ladies and gentlemen, you decide. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it. You've stayed with us this long and stayed through this crazy conversation, David. Thank you so much for my lovely compliments. I will take those. I am going to be a tough guy. I'm going to make myself some marshmallow cream sandwiches later, and I'm going to remember how tough I am. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you hear, please don't forget to like, share, Give us those five stars and give us those reviews. If you like what you heard, give us five stars. Give us a positive review. Give us a positive review. We'll read it on air. Give us five stars and a bad review. We'll probably still read it on air. I think that's the funniest thing in the world. If you'd like to suggest a topic for us to talk about, if you have any questions or you're looking for some advice because we're looking to dull some out, you can hit us up at wreckthepod at gmail.com. That's R-E-C the pod at gmail.com. And don't forget to talk to us and hit us up on Twitter. That's also at wreckthepod. We also have an Instagram and a TikTok. We're working to put those, uh, we're working to put stuff on there, so keep an eye out for it. But subscribe now. That way you can keep talking with us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, David, any last thoughts before we leave? I take back what I said after you mentioned marshmallow sandwiches. Okay, fair enough. I deserve that. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Son of Orti. David Castle. 
And that was Life's a Wreck. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest thing, the greatest argument for any of this violence that you see uh, on the screen, on stage, when you see a, a mom slapping a child, is a very simple core thing that everybody needs to know. If you talk smack, you get slapped. We'll see you later. Anywhere. <laughs> All right. You know what? Fuck this podcast. I'm already done. I'm out. I'm out, David. That was a great closer. Life's a Wreck is an FC podcast production created by Brian Ortiz and David Castillo, recorded in our homes and edited by me, Brian Ortiz. Theme song and outro by Hard Power USA. Check them out on SoundCloud. And please let us know what you think about the show by rating us and leaving a comment. You can also email us topics of discussion for future episodes at wreckthepod at gmail.com. That's R-E-C, the pod at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our little slice of the podcast world. And we'll see you at the next episode. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs>